Welcome to CooperCast Go Ask Al, episode 27. This is your host, Al's cello, John Sachs. We answer a listener question about Gately's Cafe and the friendship between Michael Gately, Robert John, Lou Christie, and Al. And about a 24-hour recording session by that group of singers on Al's second album doing Nilsson's Morning Glory Story. Of course, on this episode, Nilly the Dog's comments after Al's answers are dubbed into Cat by the neighborhood cats. This is from... I, you could, this email address is just... His email address is Crypto Pukes. Crypto what? Pukes. Pukes? Pukes, like dogs sometimes puke, and crypto is crypto. His, his email address Humans is... Humans puke, too. Yeah, that's true, they do. Yeah. Crypt, so. Crypto Pukes at... Whatever, whatever. I won't tell you the rest of it. Thank you for the incredible podcast. On the most recent episodes, you spoke about Michael Gately's album, Gately's Cafe. I'd never heard of it, but it's one hell of an album. And The Piano Player's Gone is mind-blowingly good. Can you please talk more about Michael, the album, and the song? It's a tragedy that he faded into obscurity. Also on another podcast, Long Jane Silver talked about dating Al in New York City in the 70s. Let's go back to the first one. He wants to hear more about Michael Gately. I don't mind. Yeah. He died young. Yeah. He was, uh, he had uh, tremendous girth. <laughs> Big guy. He was a large man. Yeah. And uh, and he had a tremendous sense of humor. Mm. I met him because he wrote with someone that I knew uh, named uh, Robert John, mm. who had a few hits. Mm. Uh, he had a cover of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Mm. And uh, I love you more than I did yesterday, mm. I think was his. Mm. And we were managed by the same guy. Mm. That's how I really got to know him. But I was aware of him uh, before... I was managed by this gentleman. And so I would see him all the time because we all kind of hung out in the manager's office in New York mm. when we were all in New York. Right. And uh, and so I would uh, ask him to um, sing background. Yeah. And he introduced me to Gately. Okay. Because he wrote with Gately. Okay. And so uh, then I would use the two of them because they were terrific together as background singers. Okay. On demos? Uh, anything. Okay. Masters, demos, right. anything where I wanted to put background vocals on. Uh, I'm trying to think what the song was. It was a Nielsen song. Uh, she wakes up. I forget what the song is called. Hmm. But it was on one of my albums, and... We spent Lou Christie, Gately, and Robert John, and myself were in the studio for 24 hours straight because we did this song a cappella where it was just voices. I think it was on my second album, and it was a Harry Nelson song. Wow, I got it. I don't remember because we talked about all your albums. I got to go back and 
re-research well, what, that. What was on, uh, you never know who your friends are, I'm almost positive. And still, and it made the cut, it's on the album. Yeah. But it was memorable because <laughs> we were in the studio for 24 hours just putting all the voices on. If I had had uh, 16 singers, mm. we could have done it in two hours. So you sang many, many parts. We all did. Wow. It was a great experience. And uh, it wasn't that hard to mix. And so uh, it's there on one of those records. So then, at what point did Gately, you and Gately put out his work on his, his solo album? Well, well, he became uh, one of my friends because he would hang out in the office with Robert John. Right. Because they were real, real buddies and they wrote together. Yeah. So I saw him all the time. This is at 1650? No, it was at my uh, manager's office, which was somewhere else. Okay. Oh, by this time you're 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 not writing anymore. You're you're an act. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because this was my, I think, second solo album. Okay. That this thing was on. Right. But I I knew, you know, I was I knew Gately, I knew Robert John, and Lou Christie. Mm. Lou Christie was also managed by Stan Polly. Right. So that's how I knew them all. We would all, if we weren't doing anything else, we'd go up to the office. You were producing at that point for Columbia, right? Let me think about that. If your second album was out, you were working for... Oh, yeah, yeah, I was a solo act. And so then, um, did was the Gately album on Columbia? No. It wasn't. They didn't sign him. And I didn't even, uh, I didn't even produce him yet. Okay. I was just friends with him. right. But later you produced his solo yes. record. Yeah. Was that in England? Did I remember it being in England or not? Gately's Cafe. I think we did record that in England. Yeah. Or some of it. Yeah. This guy loves it very much, but it, but like a lot of things in life, it didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't go anywhere, but it's, it's kind of a nice record because he had a great voice. Yeah. And it was semi-high voice. Yeah. He was, uh, you know, like a tenor. I liked his voice. I loved the songs. Yeah. And I, I felt like I knew what to do in uh, arranging them. Yeah. And picking the ones that would be good for his voice. And we also had, you know, um, the uh, Lou Christie and um, Ro Robert John to sing right. on it. So, you know, these were good singers. Right. And they they didn't charge procession because this was one of their best friends. So it made sense to do it. But it was on a small label. Yeah. And it went nowhere. <sighs> but it went to this guy's house. Went to this guy's house. And in fact, you can find it. if you, Folks, if you want to hear it, the Michael Gately record, G-A-T-E-L-Y, produced by Al. I don't have it even. It's it's just Google it and it'll come right up. It's not on CD. It's pre-CD. Yeah, but now it's digital. So. What do you mean? I mean, it's it's been digitized. It's right here. I can hit play. And oh, it, really? Yeah, yeah, it's right here. I found it at allmusic.com and there's a track listing. 
And uh, here's a song called Love of My Life, yeah. written by Michael Gately and Robert John. And if I click on it, when I Googled it, it, it came up on uh, YouTube right here. The whole album is on YouTube. That's really... That's it. Yep. And uh, Good to know. He's an impressive-looking guy with a big beard and a cigar on the cover. Well, I'm saying he was a big guy. Big guy. He weighed a lot. <laughs> but saying hi. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So it's anybody who wants to hear it, just Google well, it we, up. You know, we found that um, that place on 14th Street. Oh, on the back cover? Gately's Cafe. Oh. So we took the picture... And we called the record that. So the picture on the back is a real cafe in New York called Gately's Cafe. Well, back then. Back I don't then. know if it's still there. Today, you would have created the sign in uh, Photoshop or something, but it was a real cafe called No, Gately's. we probably wouldn't have called the album Gately's Cafe. If you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be darned. This has been CooperCast Go Ask Al, episode 27, brought to you by Gately's Cafe. And you can submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.